Welcome to episode 23 of A Politic. Today we're going to talk about renewability and sustainability. And so we'll discuss that with Steve and we hope it'll be entertaining and interesting for you to consider how progressivism thinks about renewability, especially renewable energy, and sustainability, especially sustainability of all life on Earth. So hopefully you'll enjoy it. Thank you for joining us for episode 23 of A Politic. And today we're going to talk about principle 12. And I'm joined again by my friend Steve. How's it going today, Steve? Uh, I can't complain about anything, Bill. How about yourself? I'm doing well myself. So anyway, here we are talking about principle 12, which is that progressive thinking takes into account the need for renewability and sustainability. And here we begin to distinguish the difference between 19th century progressivism, 20th century, and 21st century. We began to see in the 20th century, the early 20th century, a recognition that the earth was not unlimited in its ability to be sustaining industrialization and the use of all our soil and our resources, our timber, our minerals, everything was not unlimited. And Theodore Roosevelt began to see that we had to begin to start preserving some things. We needed to start taking into account the fact that there were limits. And then there were some other things, Steve, and one of them we were talking about was space. And why don't you uh, take off on that subject here? We're, we're trying to get this uh, quickly, but we've, we're into about two minutes, so go ahead. Well, Bill, um, the thing that I think comes to mind, one of the great um, images of the 20th century is Earthrise, which uh, the first Apollo uh, trip to the moon, when they came around the moon the first time and they saw the Earth, humans for the first time, saw the Earth rising above the moon's uh, horizon. And and it's, it's a famous uh, photograph if anyone oh, ever yeah. gets a chance to saying. look at that. It, it's very humbling. Yeah, we'll put and that I think in the that, show notes. We'll put it in the show notes so people okay. can see it. And, and I think that what that image conveyed to humanity was that earth in its entirety is unto itself a life form everything that we can const- we can consistently understand about the planet happens within what is the earth's and humanity's spacesuit and that's the 25 miles of the earth's atmosphere everything else outside that layer of uh, atmosphere 
is the vacuum of space for billions of light years. And, and it really is a very humbling reality to understand that we live on such a very, very small, finite planet. And, uh, the human life, uh, form is, uh, is, is very aggressive in the manner in which it utilizes the resources of Earth. And now that the planet has almost 8 billion people, the law of diminishing returns has really come home to roost as far as the amount of natural resources that can sustain uh, a global population of that magnitude. So really, now we're talking systems theory that we need as a progressive to think in terms of systems like the biological system of Earth. We need to think of the different systems in physics and chemistry. We can no longer think in a linear manner. We have to think in a quantum manner. We have to think in a manner that gives us the ability to look at billions of data points simultaneously and that's going to make a difference in how we look at sustainability and renewability of our resources, including energy. Go ahead. Well, um, that is the underlying conduit for the entire future, and that is energy. And there is tremendous amounts of energy that is radiated from the sun every second. And as a matter of fact, all the energy that is on the planet finds its origins from the sun in terms of how the evolution of, of the natural resources of the planet uh, came to be. And um, we're just basically harvesting, or have been for the last several hundred years, um, Coal, which basically is the leftover remnants of vegetation that uh, grew millions of years ago. And in converting that calcified uh, vegetation, we then throw that and have been throwing all of the, the uh, uh, byproducts of burning that into the Earth's atmosphere, and yet we get... Uh, you know, we don't, we, we don't really get a benefit except we use up the coal, we have the momentary use of the energy, and then we have to live with the consequences of, of, uh, what is obviously, um, the reality of global warming as a result of burning these fossil fuels globally on a, on a, ma on a magnitude that really is unsustainable. Yes. And so we're looking at carbon, not calcium. We're looking at carbon. Oh, uh, I, I take that back. No I apologize. No I stand. I knew it was a C word. <laughs> it was one of those Cs. Yes. So anyway, as we're uh, coming to the end of this particular introduction, again, we're just beginning to introduce some very important ideas of sustainability and renewability of our energy systems, of our food production, of how we maintain the environment, as you said, this very thin atmosphere. There are so many things that we're going to have to think about. 
And so, Steve, this is a be great beginning to our discussion. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, it was my pleasure. Thanks, Bill. Well, you finished episode 23 of A Politic, and it's still time to vote before November 3rd, 2020. Of course, after November 3rd, we start all over again, and we're going to be continuing to talk about different subjects that relate to progressivism because the job has only begun no matter who wins the election we're still going to have a lot of work to do so we'll look forward to seeing you again next time